Row Row Artistry Podcast presents Into the Shadow, where we bring darkness to light, explore full expression, talking about any topic with the intention to find release, laughter, learning, connection, understanding, and freedom. Now we're fucking cooking with oil. Hello, everybody. This is your boy, Tank Nasty. And if you don't know who I am, it's because you might not understand that we all have different personalities. It's a thing. It is. So, Roro has another personality, and his name is Tank Nasty. Sometimes he likes to dive in the shadow, otherwise he likes to get drunk. So, this is a My Drunk Kitchen version of this podcast. I feel like I should come up with my own show, My Drunk Kitchen, but it's already been done. But I feel like if I did it, it would be spectacular. So maybe I'll do it and do my own version of it. But let's just give a shout out to Hannah Hart. At this point, I'm not 100% sure if that's even her name. Could be Fanna Fart for all I know. But I just want to say shout out to her for doing what she does. She's like got TV shows, books. She really took her amazing personality and talent talent Blah. and was able to really make money from it so you know kudos to you because i'm going to try to do the same thing because i think i'm fairly special so let's see if other people think so this is going to be different from my other episodes because most of my upper other episodes have been very you know motivational you know if you know about motivational corner it's going to evolve into something differently because this this show is ever evolving, and if you're confused by it, it's because you're stuck in your old ways, like a very stubborn tree who won't move with the seasons. You're like a pine tree. Pine trees don't change for shit. Have you noticed? Pine trees in the winter look the exact same as pine trees in the summer. They don't shed their leaves or anything. They don't change. They don't evolve. They just are stubborn. Yeah, some of their needles fall. But if you look at a pine tree, like take it. Okay, please do me a favor. Next time you get the chance, you go on a walk because you're bored as shit inside of your bedroom because you're quarantined. And so you've just been staying inside. And when you're super bored, walks in nature seem way more exciting than they did before. You go for a walk. You come across the pine tree. Do me a favor. Stop. Look at that pine tree. And then take a walk in the winter. Stop. Look at that pine tree. And tell me if that pine tree's really changed. Tell me. Like, look at it at a molecular level and you tell me if that pine tree's really changed. If it grew into a better tree. I'm going to let you know that tree is going to be the same piece of shit it was before. Right now, Tank Nasty at the wheel. I'm breathing heavy because I'm fat. So, had a few beers. I'm a pretty much a lightweight in quarantine. Not able to go out, you know, to the bars, drink, keep the tolerance up. Because of that, you know, you haven't been drinking as much. Because you haven't been able to drink as much as you usually do, now you wait a little bit, you wait a little bit, your tolerance lowers and lowers and lowers. So when you crush 
you absolutely crush a, 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 a shit ton of beers, it uh, takes you to a different level quicker. It's like uh, stairs versus an escalator. That's what it is. So when you're usually your tolerance is the way it is, you pretty much are walking upstairs. And it takes you a little bit longer to get to the top. But when you uh, are in quarantine and you, you know, wait it out a little bit before you drink, you turn those stairs into an escalator and you're to the top before you know it. And that's if you treat escalator an escalator exactly how it's supposed to be treated, which is you still fucking walk on the goddamn escalator. You don't sit there like a lazy shit and let the escalator do the work. Escalators were fucking designed for you to get up a level faster. You're like a superhero when you walk up escalator stairs. Try it one time if you haven't, and you're just a, a lazy lazy person who sits and lets the escalator do the work like try it it's the same thing as those tracks at the uh, fucking airport have you ever walked on one of those like in sped walk on one of those you feel like you're goddamn wally west you're a speed demon man you're literally breaking the sound barrier it's insane that's what an escalator was designed for like, I understand if you had a long day, if you ran a marathon, or if it's, I don't know, you just got off of a 12-hour shift at the hospital. Yeah, you've earned it. You sit on that stair and you let it take you to the top. But if you just got done tearing up a goddamn Cinnabon... And haven't done shit all day. If your step count is below 5,000, your ass gets to fucking step up that escalator. And God forbid you hold up any steppers behind. One of my least favorite things is when I stop behind a goddamn semi-truck. You're a semi-truck of the walking world. God, I hate semi-trucks on the highway. But you, when you don't walk up a goddamn escalator, are the semi-truck of humans. You sit there, you just block an entire lane. And I then have to go zero to two miles an hour. Because you won't get out of the goddamn fast lane. And you're just taking up the entire goddamn road. Because you don't know how to properly use an escalator so just check yourself before you wreck yourself and know what a goddamn escalator was designed for okay so anyways back to the point quarantine has uh turned my stairs into escalator and i had some burrs some some burrs and more burrs and more burrs. And the thing about also having those burrs is that I slammed those burrs. I don't sip. I drowned my shit. I know most people are like, you got to savor it. You got to put the chocolate in your mouth and you don't just chew the chocolate. You let it, you let it sit there and you let it melt. You let it just swish in your mouth like... 
you know, like you're inside of a hot tub. You just let it, you just let it, you just simmer. You just let it simmer right there. And you savor it as it, it works itself into your throat. Yeah, that's most people. But I was born efficient and intentional. So when I have a burr or two, I have that one savor drink. True alcoholics and professional drinkers get it. When you're trying a new burr, you have a savor drink, which is the first one. Maybe the second one if you're fancy. If you're getting fancy on it, you have a savor drink and you just feel the you feel it. You let your tongue dance on it like it's a goddamn bar top and you're dancing to your favorite song. You just let all all of it dance on your tongue. You taste all the flavor notes. You might even give yourself the chance to, I don't know, have a moment to become like a sommelier where you're like, oh my God, I can taste the caramel notes backed by a little bit of a coffee taste. You know, you, you have those two moments. And then after you have those two moments, your goddamn job is to drink the beer. Drink it. And now I'm not saying go shotgunning beers like you're 20, 23 years old and in college and you're trying to impress a girl or impress your friends and become the king of your frat. I'm not saying that. That's an extreme. And that's also when you drink light beers. And fuck light beers. It's piss water. If you drink a domestic or a pilsner, you like urine in your mouth. And R. Kelly is your favorite artist. So, huh. anyways, I'm beyond that. I can't even taste. I had a Pilsner just tonight, actually. And I could just, I sat there and I was like, oh, what small child peed in my mouth? It had a hint of grapefruit, which made it more of an exotic piss. But otherwise, it was still urine in my mouth. So I slammed it because I don't waste beer. You don't fucking waste beer. Even if you don't like it, you drink it. Because it's fuel in the tank to get you to the place you got to be. You know, it's not like you don't dump out gasoline because it's from Shell or some other gas station you don't appreciate. You take the gasoline, you put it in the tank, and you use it to get to the goddamn destination, which is Hammertown. Okay? So I finished it. I finished it. And I got, I'm not to Hammertown. I'm definitely not to Hammertown. But I'm to Tipsyville. I'm definitely in Tipsyville. And you know what? It's fucking nice here. It is. There's a lot of trees. Not pine trees. Fuck them. There's a lot of maple. Maybe some Douglas firs. Gotta love me some Douglas firs. It's a lot of nice fo foliage. I hope I said that right. I don't care at this point. Foliage. So it's really nice here. And I had a, a I had the main course or what you would say the breath of what I that's not what you would use. Bread breadth 
Breditha. That sounds like a name back in like 1800s. Uh, Breditha Carwright, could you please come to the front of the class? Breditha Cartwright, please come to the front of the class. Anyways, the majority of what I drank was tea beers. Never had a tea beer before, but tea beers are terrific. <laughs> Did you get it? It's a, it's a thing. Um, so the tea beers were great. They were great. Different for me. They were just like a, they tasted like a LaCroix with a little bit more flavor and a whole lot more alcohol content. Now I know most people are like white claws are the adult version of LaCroix. And that's true, but white claws. No, it's true. White claws are definitely like adult LaCroix. They taste just as terrible. They both taste like TV static. It's absolutely terrible. It's like licking a TV screen when you are between channels. It's bad. But this tea beer, not bad. It's actually really good. Doesn't have an amazing flavor palette, unless if it's mango. Mango had an amazing palette. That was great. There's a lot of flavors. Otherwise, it has a hint of palette, but it doesn't have the static. Doesn't. But it's good. It's good. It tasted like flavor water with alcohol, and it didn't overdo the static flavor. I hope they, so I had a Pilsner and a Stout. I love Stout. I'm a Stout boy. All about the Stout. All about the Stouts. Yeah. Tang Nasty loves the Stouts. I would prefer Stouts, but I wanted to reach outside of my comfort zone because I like to grow and try new things. I'm not cynical or stubborn or short-minded. I don't know if all either... I don't know if any of that applies right now, but all those words just jumped into my head and came out of my mouth. Kind of like when you had that old like toy when you were having, you know, Play-Doh and then you had that toy where you put the Play-Doh on the top and then you would smash it down and then it would shoot out and you'd be able to make spaghetti. Or if you were doing like a person, you could use it for hair. It was like that. I had words, threw it on the top smashed it down and they came out the way you heard them so enjoy that register with you as as well as they registered with with me i guess i'm not 100 sure where i'm going with this it happens all right so let me take a look at my phone and see what what tank nasty wants to talk about since we're here i think that'd be even better because cops aren't supposed to be drunk on the job but maybe if they had a drunk shadow see some topics all right cool here's one It'd be funny. Yeah, Drunk Shadow, a movie I'm going to write here soon. You just wait. All right, let's see what my phone says. I was driving the other day. Great transition, right? I'm really good with transitions. Really good with segues. I'm not good if I stand on a Segway. I'm top heavy. I'll fucking tip real quick. But I'm really good with transitions. So we're definitely into the shadow right now. This is some weird shadow shit. This is like Drunk Shadow. I feel like that'd be a good movie. Drunk Shadow. Oh my God. Genius idea. Movie called Drunk Shadow. And <laughs> it's, it's about a dude who's literally followed by a shadow, but his shadow gets drunk and has a whole different kind of personality. So he's like hanging out. You're like, hey, what the hell's going on with you, your shadow behind you? And he's just drunk as shit, doing weird shit. So the entire time, it's just a kind of a weird kind of buddy, buddy film, a buddy drunk film. I was going to say like a buddy cop film, but there's not cops. They could be cops. 
driving the other day and I noticed that somebody had their mask on in their car and I just thought they realized that technically they're not in public, right? Like you're supposed to wear your mask in public because you're being courteous. And I'll have a whole other conversation about coronavirus because Tank Nasty don't want to talk about that shit right now. Anyways, so they're wearing a mask and I'm just like, do they realize that they, they're not really affected when in their car? Unless if actually, no, they're probably being smart because when you're driving your car, all the Corona air comes into the fucking filter. Like the filters can't filter out Corona. So when it comes into the grill of your car, there's no Corona filter in your car to stop you from getting Corona while driving. And you know, Corona is just hanging out in different air pockets and you're driving. And if you hit that air pocket with your car, it's coming right into your fucking, your AC system. And your air conditioning is just going to be air con- Corona. It's going to be air Corona, which is actually going to be a funny airline after this is all done. I'm sure they're going to have a fucking airline called air Corona. Because don't want to forget what we went through. Like we're going to fucking forget. Did you, Have you heard about that shit? People are naming their kids Corona and COVID. Your excuse is, I don't want to forget the trend. No, you are trying to just get attention and show up on somebody else's news feed because you want validation that your existence is worth something. Because you're like, hey, look at me. Give me purpose. Give me attention because I would feel so bad if... I don't know. I wasn't ever on the news. You're dumb. You know why you're dumb? Because you didn't think about your kids. You thought about yourself. Like you should definitely keep your kids' lives in mind when you name your kids. COVID? You don't think they're going to get bullied? Somebody's going to beat the shit out of them and be like, I hope you desire, <laughs> hope you fucking survive this beat down. Like I survived your fun, <laughs> the disease that was named after you, bitch. Like kids are going to beat the shit out of a kid named COVID and Corona. Or they're just going to think their parents are alcoholics because Corona's a beer. That's a lose-lose situation because you wanted attention. Some dude designed a car that was built around the design of what the COVID virus looks like under a microscope. I forgot exactly. Oh, yeah. It was like remind people to stay inside or to be safe. Some altruistic reason. There's no freaking way that's actually why it was like, Hey, if I build this, I'll get on the news and people will pay attention to me. Don't act like you're some self-righteous fucking dude. Who's doing this for the betterment of the people. No, you're not. You're doing it to, to make money and to get attention. Can we just be real? Like even right now I'm doing this because I want to make people laugh, but also because I would love to get people's attention and to build popularity so I can make more people laugh. Like I definitely want to make the world laugh and that's not self-righteous or altruistic. It's because I enjoy laughter. It fills me up. I find joy in making people laugh. Is it a validation thing? For sure. Yeah. I feel validated when I make people laugh because it brings them joy, but at least it's a, it's like a cycling thing where I bring them joy. They laugh. Then that brings me joy. And then I keep doing it. It's a byproduct and it's a happenstance, which I'm lucky to have. But don't come in there and try to wrap your little shit present in really nice wrapping and say that it's something it's not. Like, don't do that. It's absolutely ridiculous. At the end of the, at the end of the day, I guess it makes sense to wear a mask because you're just driving through corona, corona waves. You're just driving through corona waves. And if you're not wearing a mask in your car, you're hotboxing yourself with corona, corona air. You're just taking a big a big puff of Corona air. You're holding it in your lungs. 
You're puff puff and you're passing out. That's what you're doing. You're passing out from being a victim of Corona. And the only time I've ever even done something close to smoking a blunt, you know, the whole, that whole gesture is when I've sucked the extra juice out of the end of a burrito because I didn't want it to drip on me. So don't think I'm a druggie. I don't know shit about that. The closest thing I've come to smoking a blunt or a spiff is sucking burrito juice. So I'm not claiming to be a professional drug person, but if you don't wear a mask while you're driving, you're hotboxing in the Corona. All right. So let's move on. If you want proof that humans love animals more than other humans, there have been multiple like lions and tigers tested in the Brooklyn Zoo, I believe. They've been tested positive for coronavirus, yet there are thousands of humans in New York who can't get testing to prove if they have corona or not. So you're telling me that you're taking the ability to have a test and you're, instead of giving it to the humans who are like, please test me so I can get, I don't know, seen and, you know, treatment since they're not going to treat people who aren't tested positive and there's a long line for people to get treated. Instead of doing that, I'm going to test some lions in my zoo because that matters. Like I get that it matters because it'll affect those that are coming to the zoo, but zoos are shut down and you don't need to come anywhere close to a lion to feed it. So tell me exactly why knowing if that lion has Corona really matters. Like, I guess you're going to give it some stuff to treat. I get that, but is that priority right now over the humans? I love lions a lot. Like I am a lion myself. I think sometimes Tink nasty is a fucking lion among these sheeps. And then even some house cats, there was a fucking news story where a bunch of house cats are testing positive Corona. Why are we testing house cats before humans? We have humans out there. Thousands and thousands of fucking humans out there who can't get a test for Corona. And you're testing house cats. Are we serious? I went high pitch there. You know why I went high pitch there? Because it's freaking confusing to me. Yeah, and I censored myself there as I've dropped 14 F-bombs. It happens. I censor myself on and off. This self-censoring is like dial-up. Dial-up internet. Back in the day for those who are older. Okay, boomer. It's like dial-up. Sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. But anyways, why are we testing house cats? If a house cat's sick, uh, I don't know what to do with it. Give it to the vet and then let the vet take care of it. But come on, like tests should be given to humans first. There should be priorities. Either way, I actually, I shouldn't weigh in. I don't need to weigh in. I'm not here to weigh in. I'm just saying that's proof that we love animals over humans. And I'm just really glad to hear that dogs can't get it. That's also why dogs are better than cats. Everybody, all you cat people out there trying to fight to say, oh, cats are equal. No, they're not. Dogs are better. Cats suck. You know why? Because the C in cat stands for Corona. It also could stand for COVID. This should be everybody's wake up call to stop, stop with the cats. We don't need any more cats, at least house cats. The big cats are fun to stare at because they scare us. Everybody likes, that's why Tiger King was so popular because everybody loves big cats because big cats could fucking rip our heads off. And it's interesting that fear, that little fear we have. <sighs> But when a cat, a little tiny cat, who couldn't even 
do anything but scratch you and just ow that uh, stop ow ow you know that little inconvenience not that appealing so just stop with the cats yeah so let's look at another topic let's shift oh hey and behind the scenes just went to the bathroom because i got a tiny bladder that was terrible singing that's uh, actually going to be a new segment uh, i'm going to start called terrible singing it's where I try to hit a note, and I do it out of harmony. Tank Nasty can't sing, because, well, tipsy Tank Nasty. TT. TTN. Does anybody remember the station uh, TNN? That's not a station anymore, is it? Is TNN a station still? I think it's just TNT. We, we, we know drama or some shit like that? Yeah. COVID is the street name slash rapper name for coronavirus. It is. A coronavirus numbers into your name, it just sounds a lot harder and more intimidating. Was it like birth name? And then a guy got into the rap game and it's like, I got to change my name and I got to be hard. So I'm going to do COVID-19, you know, cause anytime you throw and throughout the rap levels, he's at a, he's at a rap battle. He's going to eventually meet his rival. He's a rapper. Now he's got to get into the game and they're like, Hey, what's your name? And he's like, COVID-19. And his rap battle competitor is going to do some research. They're going to be going, and he's going to rap his first verse, and the second verse is, which is like MERS or some shit. His rap battle competitor is going to be named as MERS or some shit. Yo, you think that this guy is going to spy us, and everybody's going to be like, what? No way. His real name is Coronavirus. Insane. And he's going to lose the battle. Just let you know. And if anybody you got that eight mile reference, kudos to you. I'm going to go by a street name, COVID-19. So COVID-19 has brought up a lot of people's, for me, feelings and relationship with death. I'm not afraid to die. And I don't say that in a way harder than everybody else. Like, I ain't afraid to die. You know, take nasty's hard, but he, he ain't pretending to be that hard. When I say I'm not afraid to die, I'm just saying I'm not afraid to die. I'm afraid to survive. <laughs> and I'm not saying I'm afraid to live. I'm saying I'm afraid to survive. So a lot of people are like, I'm afraid to die because they are afraid that their life will cease to exist. And for me, that is an inevitability. Unless if I finally reach the end of the journey I've been on to find immortality. And if that's the case, y'all going to see me for a long time. I'm just saying that I'm a, I'm more afraid to survive. Like if I went skydiving, my chute doesn't work. So my ass is plummeting straight to the ground with no chute. I'm going Mac fucking 10 on that bitch. Not no, I don't know if that's a thing, but like Mac three, is that a thing? I'm going, I'm going Mac daddy straight to the ground. Just going mag daddy straight to the ground. And I hit the ground. I ain't afraid that I'm going to die. I'm afraid I'm going to wake up in a goddamn hospital bed. Every bone in my body broken. Every muscle in my body torn. And I'm just a vegetable. I open my eyes. I see all my loved ones. And I can't even utter the words, fuck that hurts. <laughs> I'm just afraid that I'm going to come out on the other end and 
just be not able to do shit. And I'm going to feel all that pain. Maybe that's what everybody else is actually afraid of. They're not afraid of the dying. They're afraid of the pain they associate with dying, right? Everybody thinks I'm afraid to die because they think it's painful. Death is painless. Dying and almost dying. It's so painful, especially if you don't uh, like accept that shit. Cause I know that my ass is going to die and come back as a goddamn butterfly, you know, cause I'm a motherfucking butterfly or a Phoenix. I'm going to rise out of the ashes like a Phoenix. Ah, man, my luck. I'll come back as a goddamn house cat. Fuck that. That would just be my luck. Come back as a goddamn house cat and be like licking my goddamn self going, God damn. Karma's a motherfucker, ain't it? And then I'm going to cat box the shit out of people and dogs. That's funny. That's one thing cats are good for is cat boxing. Love that they hold that paw up in the air. Kind of like a pimp. Like a pimp holds up his hands before he backhands somebody. You know, he just holds it up and he's like, I swear to God, this is a warning. If you don't back the fuck up, I'm going to slap you. And then they slap. So that's why I love it. A cat holds it up, gives you a warning. Like back up or I'm about to, I'm going to hit you three times in like three quarters of a second. And then I love it when another cat walks up and just pop, 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 pop. That's exactly the kind of cat I'd be. Or I'd be that grumpy cat who just sits there and like is like super crazy Instagram famous. But that'd be my luck. Come back as a house cat when I want to come back as a lion. But then again, isn't there like a meme or something like that? Like, you may be a house cat on the outside, but you are lying on the inside. But you all know that Tank Nasty is a lion through and through. I'm a fucking lion with a thick, beautiful, glorious mane. All right, what else are we going to talk about? Oh, here we go. That was aggressive. The other day, listening to a podcast, I'm not going to call it the podcast because I don't want to negatively talk down a podcast. If you listen to the right guest, the guest carries the podcast because that's what you have. You have two different things. You have a podcast where the host carries it. I don't like the host. I like the podcast itself. And you have a podcast where the guest carries it. And that's why you can follow a personality or a different comedian or different somebody podcast to podcast. And every podcast you listen to that they're on is golden. That guest is just an amazing person who knows how to show up and make a podcast better. There's some podcasts where you have that. This podcast I was listening to, the host is garbage. Just takes away almost every time from the entire interview. And when listening to it, the guest has to be on fire. And I have to be a huge fan of the guest or the guest has to just show up big for me to be able to make it through an episode. There are so many episodes where the guest was just, oh, terrible. Couldn't bring out the best in the guest. The host got to bring out the best in the guest. Uh, because the host, oh, I feel like that's a part of a rap sound. Bring out the best in the guest. Don't mess with the fasting. Something like that. This host can ruin a guest that would probably thrive on another episode or another podcast. This podcast host says the word dead, quote unquote dead, instead of laughing, which is just the modern millennial version of saying, oh, that's funny, instead of laughing. And, oh, but you don't have the ability to laugh at it. That is so fucking horrible, annoying, 
And it's such a tell that that person has a terrible sense of humor. It's got to be. If when something's funny, you look at somebody and you can't even utter emotions. Like this is the same person that's a dead fish in bed because they don't know how to utter emotions. And I'm sure there's some psychological reasons for this too. And I'm not judging them for their past. I'm just saying this kind of person doesn't know how to manage emotions. So they just say the word dead, which is worse than just not laughing because you're pretending to have a sense of humor by calling out, oh, that's funny. No, don't. Don't pretend. Either laugh or don't and just stare. Just awkwardly stare into the eyes of whoever just said something funny and you can't, you just you just don't have a good sense of humor. That's all it is and that's fine. There's no judgment for those people who have a terrible sense of humor. No judgment whatsoever. And I'm probably all up in this mic right now and I can only imagine what this sounds like. I just realized Tank Nasty and Tipsville, Tipsyville, his ears are goddamn macaroni ears right now. Don't really know if I hear straight. Either way, she says the word dead instead of laughing, and it is fucking fingernails on a chalkboard while having a full-fledged watermelon shoved into your anal cavity. So painful, so uncomfortable, and just an inconvenience. It's just the modern day, oh, that's funny, which you have heard millions of jokes about. Just know that there's an upgraded version of that. There's a lack of sense of humor 2.0. I can't go any more down that hole because it's a dark, dark, angry hole. We can move on from that fuck shit right there. One of the last things I'll talk about before I jump off here. Seafood isn't meat. (laughs) I know that's a weird headline. That's a weird headline. came out of nowhere. And it's because I had a conversation the other day. I was saying I want to go, I think I was saying I want to go vegetarian. Or I think I said meatless. Either way, I was talking about dropping meat and they said except for seafood. And I was like, I didn't even think about seafood. When I said meat, I thought about turkey, chicken, beef, the regular meats. So I didn't even think about seafood. Seafood isn't meat. It isn't. It's just like sea vegetables, okay? We have vegetables on land. Tons of them, you know them all, or you don't, research. And then you have vegetables of the sea, seaweed and seafood. It's just sea vegetables, all right? So if you're like, hey, can we have some crab? And you're like, I don't eat meat, but like, it's a sea vegetable, bro. Do you like sea vegetables or not? You're still a vegetarian because you're eating the vegetables, ma'am. Okay? So let's get off that bandwagon that seafood is meat. It's not. That's why it's called seafood. Because it's just food. And you know what kind of food it is? It's vegetables. So I'm going to change it. It's not seafood anymore. It's sea vegetables. So if I go to a nice Long John Silver, I'm going to get me some sea vegetables. I'm going to get me a big basket of them sea vegetables. And if I go to any coastal coastal restaurant that has the freshest sea vegetables, I'm going to eat them up. And if they go, would you like some seafood? I'm going to correct and be like, sorry. Hey. You're mispronouncing it. It's not seafood. It's sea vegetables. And I'd like to have a goddamn palette of sea vegetables, please. What kind of sea vegetables? Let me specify. Can I get some salmon on the right side? Can I get, can I get, can I get tuna in the middle? Tuna in the middle. Can I have some of it all? 
Let me have some clams, clams, clams. Can you give me some of the clams, clams, clams? Not of the crabs, crabs, crabs. Because Tina gave it to me last week. Something like that. I don't fucking know what that was. See, obviously, if you can tell I'm a DJ, the way I mix some music, anytime we sit down and you want to play some music, I'll DJ some music real quick. You won't know what's coming, but be the exact song you're looking for. Pop real quick. It's exactly what you need. I'll jump from hip hop to country back to, and you know what? I'm the same thing with beer. I'm a beer DJ. I'll get me a pick six. I find the grocery store that's got the good beer. Not a lot of them do, but when you find them, you got it. You go, you make it happen, and you multitask. You make that into a one-stop shop until you motherfucking drop. A bunch of random beers. That's exactly what happened tonight. I was a beer DJ tonight. I went and got a pick six at the grocery store because I'm classy. I don't go to that liquor store to get the beer. I go to the grocery store. You know why? Because I'm fucking efficient. I don't make an extra stop because I'm a fucking professional, man. Liquor, you might need to go to a liquor store. That's why it's called a liquor store, motherfuckers. It's not called a beer store. Damn it, pay the fuck attention. It's not called a beer store. It's called a liquor store. So you go there to get liquor. And if you want beer, go to the grocery store like a goddamn adult. And if you're desperate, go to a gas station. But still, no, don't go to a gas station. That's when you're fucking amateur. Gas station's got fucking light beers and that's it. They don't got nothing. Don't go there. This is a PSA. Don't get your booze from a gas station. It's a fucking PSA. It's like NBC. The more you know. The more you know. Do, 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 do. That's definitely not the fucking jingle. But anyways. What I did tonight was I got a pick six from the, gro- uh, the grocery store. I'm a professional. And sat down and I said, hey, we're going to have a good time. Let's celebrate. Let's have some burrs. Do you want to know or do you want me to mix it up? And they said, DJ that beer. And I said, you got it. And I dropped the right beer at the right time. And it was fucking delicious. Doesn't get much better than that. I'm a fucking DJ all around. I'll DJ anything. You give it to me, I'll DJ it. I'll lay it to you on a silver platter before you even knew you needed it. And you know what? I'm going to end on that note. Because I'm a DJ and it's time to end this fucking mix. So I want to say thank you for joining Tank Nasty on this hella roller coaster up the escalator and back down. I appreciate you. I just want to say much love. Things are crazy out there. But just know that you have the power to make it amazing and make the best of every situation you get. Reach out to me, follow me on any social media platform at Robo Artistry. Have an amazing night. We're trying to have some fun, people. And if you don't have fun listening to this, uh, then that's that you didn't. That's just what it is. That's facts.